With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So if you had Houston disposing, flushing Washington down the toilet in game six, and many did, you know, we're on the Astros flagship radio station in Houston. They love me. They can't get enough of me. Uh, and we had a lot of arrogant Astro fans who called up and they were so excited. Oh my God, we're going to win the World Series in Game Six. Uh, I don't know if you saw this game. It was a uh, the the most interesting World Series game we've had so far. And if you didn't see it, Anthony Rendon had a homer, he had a double, three hits, drove in five runs to lead the offense. And Steven Strasburg completely hornswoggling. 
the Houston Astros lineup there. Uh, and the uh, the hitters uh, not doing much after that. In fact, nothing after that first inning. Washington wins the game 7-2, to so they square the books up 3-3. And it's the first time in the history of baseball or any other league sport in America where the road team has won every game in a seven-game series through the first six games. But that's where we are. So Game 7 on tap Wednesday night. Let's discuss. We can't look ahead before we look back. So what do you make? What's the big takeaway for the Washington Nationals stomping the Astros in Game 6 of the World Series? Now, I, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, I, I really loved uh, watching this. I've got surgical express train and hand grenades. And we will mix all of this uh, together for you. We'll see what, what comes up. Now, now A, uh, I got to tell you, I went out, got a new voodoo doll. Worked pretty good, didn't it? Come on. Come on, give it up to me. Yeah, my voodoo doll I bought it on Amazon. I got it on Amazon Prime, and it was delivered, and it worked wonders. Uh, and it, it, was, it was fun to watch the misery, especially how highfalutin, strutting, flamboyant the Astros were early in the game, and how by the end of the game they were like they were like thunderstruck. They're like, what, what the hell happened? Uh, Justin Verlander. I don't focus on Verlander because he's getting a free pass here. He mostly. Gets love. In fact, Ken Rosenthal gave him a bubble bath. It's not his fault. His World Series number. Oh, please. Come on. Come on, Ken. You're better than that. Maybe you're not. I don't know. But Justin Verlander, uh, the baseball media loves this guy because he's a good quote. But in World Series games, he is a zero. Let's uh, call it like it is here. We all love ripping Kershaw. Everyone loves unloading on Kershaw. Uh, newsflash, Kershaw's been a better pitcher in the World Series than Verlander. That's all you have to know. All right? A period, hard stop. There's nothing else that must be said. Okay? I mean, we have pointed out for years that Verlander is a fraud going back to his days in Detroit in the World Series. And yet again, on full display there on Tuesday, Verlander could only go five mostly ineffective innings. And he kind of has that James Harden vibe to him. You know how Harden disappears in playoff games for the Rockets? It must be a Houston thing, vanishing in big spots. Verlander allowed five hits. He walked three batters, gave up two dingers, was behind a lot of hitters, and was burned not only on his slider but also his four-seam fastball. So the tail of the tape, let's go to the stat sheet. Justin Verlander in his World Series career is 0-6 with an ERA of 5.68 in the Fall Classic. He's allowed nine home runs, 15 extra base hits. Now, for comparison's sake, Clayton Kershaw is 1-2, and and he's got a 5.4 ERA. Uh, You can say it's close, but Kershaw did win a game in his World Series career, uh, and and that's in five games he's pitched in. But wait, there's more. Uh, With tonight's vomit performance... Uh, Justin Verlander has allowed in the postseason here, in this postseason, he's allowed eight home runs. And that is tied with Clayton Kershaw for the most in a single postseason in Major League history. So congratulations to Verlander. When you're catching Kershaw in playoff records like that, I mean, you really uh, have reached a new level of suckage. Uh, is what you've done. And then on the other side, you've got Steven Strasburg, who was putting on a clinic. And I don't know that Verlander was taking notes or not, but Strasburg went eight in the third innings. Should have just finished the game. They took him out for some reason, put Doolittle in there. Uh, Davey Martinez did. But five hits, two runs, 
was in complete control over the 104 pitches after that first inning. It was a surgical performance. He sliced and diced the Houston Astro lineup there uh, in impressive uh, fashion. And Strasburg's going to opt out of his contract, and he is going to la-la-la-la-la-la-la, and he's going to run down, and they're going to throw money and make it rain. You know how they make it rain at the club? They're going to make it rain for Steven Strasburg. He's going to get so much money. It's going to be insane money, insane to the membrane. Uh, now, part B of this, if only a different outcome had taken place, I'm very happy my voodoo doll worked and the Nationals won the game, but had the game flipped by what happened in the seventh inning, this would have been one of the most memorable, most ridiculous things that have ever happened in the history of the World Series. The, the umpires got bailed out. Because with a runner on in the seventh inning, Trey Turner, if you saw the game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Trey Turner had uh, an infield single. The Astros threw the ball down. They threw it away. They threw it off of of Turner. And the Nationals, at at that moment, looked like they would have runners on second and third and nobody out. And at that time, they only had a one-run lead in the seventh inning. They're up 3-2, only to have the home plate umpire call Trey Turner out for interference. The umpire's discretion uh, call, uh, they say, which is not reviewable, the dreaded judgment call. So, But for some reason, they, it appeared at the, on the Fox broadcast, they didn't know what was going on. It looked like they had gone to instant replay. And that's what it appeared. They had gone to the instant replay. That's what Joe Buck had said. Well, they get the headset on. They wasted, I don't know, it seemed like 15 minutes. They say it was only five minutes. Uh, but they, they talked, and they just upheld the status quo. Horrible, horrible, and really bad. Gutless, spineless, uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, and then Nationals manager Davey Martinez, his blood was boiling. I love when somebody loses their marbles. I love it. Uh, and Martinez, fiery guy, he was all upset. He filed a formal protest, but I don't think you're allowed to even do that. He then jumped out of the dugout. He was storming. He was on the express train to crazy town. And he got ejected. He went berserk. He was in an incoherent rage. Directed at the umpires, and I, good for him. That was a, a terrible call. It, it was, you know, interference is a chicken fertilizer call in that spot. Anybody that knows anything about baseball knows it's ridiculous. And I got all these a holes who, by the letter of the law, uh, shut up, okay? Nobody, nobody likes you. Nobody wants to hang out with you. All right, you're a loser. Uh, and, and they're mostly Astro fans. I know these types of people. But the reality is the umpire choked. Let's just call it like it is. The umpire in Game 6 of the World Series, <coughs> he choked. The, you don't make that call. You don't. Now, if you want to make it on a Wednesday in Cleveland when there's four people watching, you can make that call. You don't make it in Game 6 of the bloody World Series. It's ridiculous. I mean, what are you thinking? The call should not have been made. Now, my evidence, if that call is not made, not a single man, woman, or child is going to complain and say, oh, my God, the outrage. Turner was on the middle of the bag. The ball hit him on the back of the leg or his buttocks, depending on how you look at it. It's an absurd call. You simply do not make that call. The ump should be fired. The the, the tension now it was subdued because Anthony Rendon hit a moonshot uh, later in that inning to bail out the umpire and to bail out Major League Baseball and Joe Torre. Now, the last thing here, the Astros have positioned themselves, I think we can all agree on this, for an epic choke job. 
I mean, they are right there. They have all the all the things required. Right? They, they are. We know they're the heels of baseball. They're an unlikable bunch. It is baffling that they have put themselves in this position. One game, and they could go out there, and Zach Greinke could vomit all over the mound. I've seen it happen in Game Sevens with you, Darvish. And that's it. Finito. Done. You, the biggest World Series favorite in over a decade. And they have put themselves in this position. <laughs> I mean, that's embarrassing. Even if they win, it's embarrassing that they're in this position to have to go to a Game 7. It is baffling that they have lost three home games and haven't even been close in, in these games in Houston. And they look like lost puppy dogs in their own house. How is that possible? Uh, and now, now they're in a position where they are essentially playing with hand grenades, live hand grenades, hoping that they don't explode. You know, Washington, if you look at this objectively, and there's nobody more objective than me, Washington has every advantage you could possibly want going into a Game 7 in this situation. Every box is checked for them. Now, they still got to go out and play the game, but Houston's the juggernaut. They're supposed to win. The pressure's on them. The Nationals are essentially playing with house money. Biggest underdog in ten over 10 years, and they're in a game seven. Max Scherzer, his neck has apparently healed. They give him a cortisone shot. They shot him up uh, with drugs, and he'll be ready to pitch in game seven. And he was almost, they almost brought him in here in game six, which would have been, uh, I would have killed Davey Martinez for that. That, that would have been, oh my, can you imagine they, they put Scherzer in and then they win the game, but he can only pitch like three innings in game seven or something like that. Oh my God, Marone. What a mama Luke. But he didn't put him in. He didn't put him in. Davey Martinez, as, as we said, I think we mentioned this, he got ejected from the game. But every box is checked. All the uh, T's are crossed. The I's are dotted here. For the Washington Nationals, the Astros likely will not have Garrett Cole more for more more than a handful of pitches. There are people saying he will pitch a little bit, but maybe just an inning, uh, maybe an inning here. That's it, uh, and he's done. And and the Nationals, they have for the first time in sports the road field advantage. Like if I'm the Astros and I'm if I'm AJ Hinch, I'm like I would rather play on the road. I can we move this game to Washington? Or can we get all the guys to stay in like San Antonio and we'll drive in? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll take, go to a hotel in San Antonio. We'll drive back to Houston, and we'll, it's going to be a long drive. I understand that, but that way it'll seem like a road game. And can we play our with our road uniforms? You know, there's that also. I mean, those are all uh, all factors. They clearly the, the the Nationals enjoy those road gray pants, and yeah, you can say the Astros do as well. Uh, but I, I have witnessed epic chokes in the World Series firsthand. Uh, I have seen it with my own eyes. I've been to two Game 7s in the World Series in my life, and uh, I have witnessed the joy and the agony of all of that. This has all the ingredients, all of them, for a classic pratfall by the Astros. They have been stuck in neutral on their home field. The Nationals have outscored the Astros 17-9 to in the games in Texas. You hate to see it. And a lot of our friends in Houston are dealing with extreme nail-biting. Never underestimate the Astros falling to the tight Tookis syndrome. And I mean, think about it. Your season depends on Zach Greinke. Now, you can say Greinke's a Hall of Famer and he's had a good career, but nobody's going to say Zach Greinke's the guy you feel comfortable with on the mound in a playoff game. 
Uh, that is, I mean, you're lying to yourself if you think that. You're, you just don't, he might go out and pitch a great game. I wouldn't bet on him. And, you know, Scherzer, this is his bloody sock moment for Max Scherzer. You know, baseball writers love this kind of stuff. Everyone that goes to sports writing class loves this story, right? The conquering hero, knocked down, he gets back up and leads his team to the World Series title. It writes itself. It's a book, right? Everyone still talks about Willis Reed. Willis Reed, I would be so upset if I was Clyde Frazier. Willis Reed for the Knickerbockers against the Lakers. He played the first quarter. I think he scored the first four points of that game, and that was it. He only played the first quarter, and Walt Clyde Frazier had like 39 points or something like that, a monster game, and it, nobody says it's the Walt Clyde Frazier game. No, they say it's the Willis Reed game. I'd be so pissed if I was uh, him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. 
Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. So we had an extra spicy, hot Mallard monologue last hour. I understand some of you did not hear it for reasons beyond my control, so you can go back and download the podcast. But I know, I know the big headline story above the fold is the World Series, and I don't want to forget the World Series. Nationals win Game 6, one of the more dramatic Game 6. It seems like Game 6 has been more dramatic most often than Game 7. I, I, there have been some crazy Game 6 stories uh, game seven, eh, uh, not 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 so much. But uh, this game six was very dramatic. Steven Strasburg uh, claimed he was tipping his pitches early in the game. They figured that out. He then dominated, shut down the Astros, pitched into the ninth inning. Anthony Rendon had five RBIs. We had the bat carry scandal of Alex Bregman who took the bat to first base, and then Juan Soto said, anything you can do, I can do better after a home run, and he took the bat to first base. Then you had the umpires blow a call, and Davey Martinez got ejected. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, And several people have pointed out that really the the Anthony Rendon home run was just ball don't lie. It was Rasheed Wallace, ball don't lie. And and that was just, hey, Rasheed Wallace, he's talking about, in fact, the the old NBA player, right, that when the officials would screw up a call, well, the the player would make a play to make up for it because the ball don't lie. Uh, Anyway, that was all in baseball. We'll get back to the baseball in a little bit. But I can't not discuss a historic, day on Tuesday in our little sports world, not because the NFL trade deadline was a nothing burger and not even because of the World Series. We are talking about the NCAA giving up the struggle, giving up the fight in large part. Now, I don't know if you heard about this or not. Might have missed it, but the NCAA Board of Governors voted to allow athletes to profit from their names, images, and likenesses. But they're not quite there yet. They have a lot more to do to determine how exactly it's going to work, the legality of it, uh, and what the actual rules are going to be. So why is this happening now? The chairman of the NCAA Board of Governors admitted that their goal was to avoid a elongated court battle because state by state, death by a thousand lawsuits... And litigation in all these different states, uh, California started it, but they are attempting to pass laws in these different states aimed at allowing athletes to make money off their name, image, and likeness. And so the NCAA has decided, okay, uh, we are now going to pass laws and allow this to happen. Our, our rules, not laws, but our rules in the NCAA. So they claim they're going to modernize their archaic setup and they will provide opportunities for athletes to start making money in these changes. Some of them are supposedly going to happen immediately, but some of them will not. They say no later than January of 2021. So you got essentially a year and a, and a month. We're almost into November. We're on, well, I guess a year and two months. Bad with the math on that. But let us discuss. All right, so the question what do you make of the NCAA changing their long-standing position that you have a better chance of it raining snakes than allowing college athletes to make money off their likeness? Uh, it's a 180 from their long-standing position. Now, my observations, you've got the textbook, three-card Monty, and video game nerds. 
And we will lock all these things together. Now, number one. Number one. Desperate times call for desperate measures. We all know that. And the NCAA has been fighting a battle they are losing. All right, they are in the process or process of losing this. And in terms of common sense, they've already lost for most people that have, have a clue. Uh, and, and, and so what I believe has gone on here is the graffiti has been spray painted on the wall. And they've just decided to finally look at it. Uh, in, in the process here of essentially being overwhelmed by lawsuits. And you can blame the, the Golden State, California, for starting this. You can hate on them if you want. California is the state that passed a law last month, the, the Fair Play Act, that would prevent schools from prohibiting college athletes from being compensated. Of course, how did the NCAA respond to that? They said, well, we'll just, we won't allow California schools to participate. That was their initial statement. And in a month, they've gone from, we'll just ban California schools from participating in the NCAA to everybody, you get paid, you get paid, you get paid, everybody gets paid. Ohio State, Alabama, Minnesota, Michigan, Florida, Georgia, uh, Virginia, everyone's getting paid. Oh, yeah, y'all get your money. So that's a rather drastic change in a month. Right? That was the position we talked about it a month ago. Now, that California law goes into effect in 2023, but California, just the beginning. And really not even the beginning, because other states are trying to move up similar legislation. Florida was talking about doing it in 2020, right? As far as, uh, I believe, March or April of 2020. So rather than be drowning in 30 or more lawsuits, because there are some states, like in the Bible Belt and elsewhere, that will never allow. Like they, 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 there's, oh, we can't allow these young punk kids to get paid. How dare you? Uh, and, and so they'll never allow. But, but the other states, I mean, I, I say there's at least 30 states where eventually this would become a litigation situation with politicians. And so the NCAA has turned into a French soldier, and they have retreated while raising the white flag and surrender. Uh, and this is a textbook case of what? It's a textbook case of self-preservation. All these lawsuits, well, the NCAA pays a lot of money to have lawyers on retainer. They still end up being crippling, and it has been an exhausting fight. Ed O'Bannon was a big part of this in his lawsuit, and the NCAA has, and I give them credit for this because it's very powerful advertising. They have brainwashed generations of sports observers into buying into the dogma of student-athlete. It is a marketing success story of the ages. And as we pointed out many, many times on the show, that was merely used. That term was put in. It was not originally part of the NCAA bylaws. Student-athlete was put in to help in a wrongful death lawsuit so the NCAA didn't have to pay the spouse of a college football player that died in Colorado. And uh, the NCAA said, well, if we say he's a student athlete and not an employee, uh, then we don't have to pay. And that has been the the, the land, uh, the law of the land uh, for, for all these years. Uh, and, and so now we're at the point where I, I guess uh, they're still going to try to use it, I guess, but good luck on that. Now, the second thing here as we talk on Fox Sports Radio, it's the Ben Maller Show, the N. C-double-A board chairman, board of governors chairman, this guy, Michael Drake. I don't know who that is. Michael V. Drake. That's, that's a, they say his name. i got to put the V in there. Never heard of him. All right. So he said that the board realized that it must embrace change to provide the best possible experience for college athletes. Let me clean that up. 
Uh, what he meant to say is the NCAA legal counsel told them they were not going to win. They were going to be suffocated by lawsuits. They would not win these lawsuits. So they did a cost-benefit analysis and determined it was in their best interest to change their battle plan. And while these intellectuals are trying to position this as doing the noble thing, it is the equivalent of a politician getting caught red-handed and then turning state's evidence. That's essentially what the NCAA is doing. Well, we're screwed, so all right, the, the jig is up. Now, the NCAA is admitting guilt and hoping to stay a viable entity and overseeing of college sports. We have seen one of the great con games in the history of business, right? The three-card Monty Hustler from back in the day. And my evidence here, the NCAA tournament and the NCAA playoffs generate billions of dollars in TV revenue. They actually make most of their money from basketball, men's basketball. But colleges have been able to maintain a tax-exempt status while operating as clearly a for-profit business. And you talk about billions of dollars of TV revenue and all that. Uh, and the NCAA has has always said, well, you know, we're trying to look out for everybody. Uh, and they, they were started with the best of intentions. Theodore Roosevelt, President Theodore Roosevelt in the early 1900s, started this, what has now become known as the NCAA. It started in 1905, Who? over 100 years ago. The main goal was to have set rules and regulation. The early days of football, in particular, nobody had a set group of rules. There were different rules. You know, Harvard had a different set of rules than Columbia, or you know, the, the schools that were playing college football in those early days. And so they wanted a strict set of regulations, and so that was one of the reasons. The main reason they were doing it is because people were dying. The flying wedge was going on. There were college football players dying every weekend. Schools were getting rid of college football because of the fact that players were dying and all that. Now, it started out like that, and over the years, it has turned into a monster. Uh, the NCAA typical government bureaucracy, the NCAA rules, have long barred players from hiring agents, right? Or any kind of association with the financial gain uh, is, is banned. And, and they claim they represent 450,000 athletes nationwide. But this is a big day. Now, I'll be honest, it mainly affects men's college basketball and, and men, you know, obviously football and women's football, but th- those are the moneymakers. And as for the people banging the drum, what about Title IX? Well, uh, spoiler alert on the Title IX argument, it's fair game for the the ladies and the boys. Uh, The men and the ladies, it's all the same there. And I'm sure big companies will be flushing money down the the toilet there on softball and soccer for the women. Uh, I'm sure they'll get just as much money as men's college basketball in uh, the NFL unless they don't. Now, the final point here. So the big backlash is from politicians, right? It's already started. You, you know, you want to keep the man down, uh, led by who? Senator Richard Burr, Burr uh, of North Carolina, the Tar Heel State. What did this guy do? Well, he's outraged. Burr is the chairman of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, which sounds very powerful. And he is using his political muscle here to fight back against the very notion that college athletes could benefit from their likeness. He's outraged by this. This senator from North Carolina, Burr said, this is his quote, he said, if college athletes are going to make money off their likeness while in school, their scholarship should be treated like income. 
Uh, he, he went on to say that he will be introducing legislation, this is Senator Burr from North Carolina, that subjects scholarships given to athletes who choose to cash in uh, to income taxes. Now, from what I am told, here's, here's the plot twist on this. From what I have been told, scholarships are already taxable for any amount in excess of the tuition. So there's already a taxation situation from what I've been told. And, and if you have a scholarship that pays tuition, room, and board, the room and board amount are also taxable. That's the way uh, I, it was told to me. And, and by the way, if you make this move, the NCAA, I'm pretty confident on this, they would have to then establish athletes as employees, right? If, if the Senate says, okay, uh, we're going to tax you, okay, that means they are employees, so you're going to do that, Senator Burr? You're going to you go make that leap? I'm, I'm fine if you do, right? But if you do that, then everyone's going to have to get some money out of it, right? You can't be selective. And I don't think you can be. So listen, the NCAA won't have a problem with that. Burr must think that this is some kind of chess chess move to gain political clout. In, and maybe it will work in North Carolina. It might, it might work. But, but over the years... This guy, Senator Burr from North Carolina, has said he is opposed to tax increases for any reason, apparently unless you're a college athlete and you're about to cash in on your name and likeness. But the real beneficiary on this, video game nerds, because reading the tea leaves, right, this is the, f- the first big step forward to the return, and it's a gigantic step forward, to the return of NCAA football and basketball games coming to a game system near you. They're very popular, and they got rid of them because they because of lawsuits and all that, Ed O'Bannon. Well, now I would think that they'd work out some kind of deal, the people at EA Sports, for example, and they'd give every player a little bit of a, a stipend, a little bit of money there for using their name and likeness, and they'd have to pay everybody who's in the game, so it's a lot of people. But they can figure it out, figure out what the price is, and then figure out if they can still make money making the video game. But it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for them to to cash in. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. All right, let's get to it. Here we go! It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the Coop de Loop. Ben, according to reports yeah. uh, on Monday, Jeff Fisher is a leading candidate to be the next head coach at Vanderbilt. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> yes. Now, Ben, Fisher yeah. was pretty much the picture of mediocrity in the NFL. You think he'll do any better at the uh, college level? All right, so a couple things. Hey, Jeff Fisher would be a obviously a fish out of water in college football. He's been an NFL guy so long. That Vandy job also. The, key, the problem is it's a dead-end job. All right, they are not a football factory. They've never enjoyed prolonged success in college football. It is a school known for academia. It is not known for athletics. And Fisher... He's not like he's going to go in there with a magic wand and be able to grab all these blue chip recruits, and he would need to do that because do you know what conference Vandy plays in? They're in the Southeastern Conference East Division, right? So you're playing from year to year people like LSU, Georgia, Florida, which is a recipe for disaster, as has proven out over the many years of my life for Vandermilt uh, football. And B, there are two types of coaches who go from the NFL to college. Everyone thinks they're getting the next Pete Carroll, but USC, when they hired Pete Carroll, they weren't even excited about Pete Carroll because they thought this guy was a retread and a bum. And uh, But they, they think they're getting Pete Carroll. Jeff Fisher is more in the mold of like Lovey Smith, who's the head coach at Illinois. I know the Illini had the big win against Wisconsin, but the fighting Illini... It's, a, it's not going anywhere. That's that's another team kind of just going through the breeze and all that. All right, next. Cliff Kingsbury was quoted saying that the 49ers made a great pick with Nick Bosa, but he's glad that they went with Kyler Murray at number one. Now, Ben, Bosa's in the discussion for defensive player of the year, not, yeah. not just rookie, but yeah. overall. Sure. Now, uh, do you think the Cardinals would be any better off right now had they picked him instead? How great would it have been if Cliff Kingsbury had come out and said, man, we are a bunch of boobs. I mean, why we should have drafted the other guy. I don't know what we were thinking. I mean, he's so much better than our guy. Uh, But to answer your question, yeah, of course the Cardinals would be better if they had Nick Bosa because, number one, Kyler Murray 
He has not made any tangible impact on Arizona. They were a bad football team last season with him. They're a lousy football team this season. Uh, when, when, when he was not there last year, but this year with him, they're, they're, they're terrible. Cardinals are 20th in scoring offense. Alligator Arms Murray is the 23rd-ranked quarterback in the NFL. He is nothing special. A lot of people cheering for him because of his diminutive size and the Oompa Loompa and all that, but no, he's nothing he's nothing spectacular. He looks like a Pop Warner player. And two, Nick Bosa appears to be, at least this year he's been, a foundational player for the Niners. He is a force multiplier and one of the top three NFL defensive players this year. Bosa is a defensive guy who you know, rarely are they known, but Bosa's made so many big plays that, and the Niners obviously have a great record, that he's already made a name for himself as the number two pick, and, and he's one of the top three players, as we said, defensively. Kyler Murray will never be a top three quarterback in the NFL, so already Bosa's done more. Next! Rumors are uh, that the Redskins are trying to... Oh, yeah. not, no. no, they're not. They, they did not That's trade. Right. Uh, they did not trade. They did not trade. They were going to try to trade Josh Norman, yeah. but it didn't happen. Apparently, you didn't get my message. No, I did not. Yeah. Okay. Ben, uh, do you think they're going to release him? Uh, well, they will at the end of the year, but they're not. You know, it's the problem with Josh Norman, like, first of all, Josh Norman is on a deserted island, right? Like, his skills right now are being wasted because Washington is a terrible football team. This is really his last hurrah. Like, I believe Josh Norman can have one more good year. Statistically, he's actually about where he's been, uh, about where he's been in, in previous years. But there's not the fear factor because he plays for the Redskins. But I think Josh Norman, who's he's got one year left on his deal, but there, I think he will end up, since he wasn't traded at the deadline, I would expect him to get bought out or released or however you want to say it. And as someone who is a struggling overnight gas bag, we need a player like Josh Norman who's very loquacious, uh, he's got he's got the gift of gab uh, to go to a high profile team. I can see him going out to the Rams. They like taking players like that and bringing them in for a year as a rental. And it's just a sad state of affairs in DC. But Josh Norman, eh, give him another year. But I don't, he's not long for the Redskins. There it is, Mallard to the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass, I fail him. Let's That's move right. on. All right, we'll move on. We'll pretend it didn't happen. You'll cut it out of the podcast, <laughs> Cooper Loop. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. That it is, Password, the word game of the stars each and every week at this time. Let's welcome in our contestants, get right to the game, and it is brought to you by Discover Card. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and I believe this is the most important part of this, checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. We've all heard over the year, that's a problem. This will not hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations do apply. We'll welcome in our contestants. We've got Matt in Pittsburgh. Hello, Matt. Hey, what's up, Ben? It's been a while, Matt. It's been a while, man. Yeah, it has. I've been thinking about you. Well, thank you. It's very kind. I've been thinking about you. Uh, and Matt, in a weird way. Uh, but Matt has a different name on Twitter. <laughs> but anyway, hold on a sec, Matt. And who else are we? Uh, let's see here. All right, we'll have Oscar play. Oscar is in San Francisco. Hello, Oscar. 
Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Welcome in. Uh, Koopaloop demanding that you play, Oscar. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Coop. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> I have been waiting for a little bit. Oh, I've always okay. tried to play, but my first time playing this game. That's, that's the only reason, because oh, okay. he's been on hold for a while. All right. I got you. All right. I feel bad for him. I got you. All right, Oscar, what do you do for a living, Oscar? Uh, I work TSA over at San Francisco Airport. Oh, really? What's the craziest thing you've seen that you're allowed to say uh, someone tried to sneak past you at the TSA? Um, Sneak past? Or get Nothing cold. really. Okay. All right. Oh, this is but good. I ha- but I have seen a couple crazy things that girls bring by. I, I'll leave that to your imagination. Am I allowed to just bring <laughs> marijuana? Do I even have to hide it? Uh... Do you have to hide it? Not really, to be honest with you. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loves it. But, were some of these girls if, good but looking? But if we see it, if we see it, we, we're taking it. Yeah. Oh, I oh, see. Yeah, so I it's see. obvious. Gotcha. You got to make sure it doesn't smell. Were some good. of these girls hot? <laughs> yeah, don't don't be like this one guy who thought it would be fine to bring in about like five pounds of gummies and <laughs> actual an actual herb and think it's not going to stink up the entire terminal. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, you know, stupid is as stupid does. All right. Hold on a sec, Oscar. Matt, who do you want to partner up with, Matt? Yeah. What, what, who, who do you want to play with? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, Eddie. All right. Look at that. I thought he was my, my friend, and he wants to play with Eddie. You- uh, hold on a sec. Oscar, who do you want to partner up with, Oscar? All right, Coop, I'm going to pick you, man, since uh, you helped me get on the show tonight. All right. Uh, there you go. So, Oscar and Coop, Matt, and Eddie, it is past where we listed ten. I don't word- have the words, Coop. That must make it much more difficult, yeah. Eddie. We like the degree of difficulty. <laughs> oh, Roberto's going to bring it in. Thank you, Roberto. Yeah, take your time, Roberto. All right, uh, we're going to play the game. So we're going to start out with Matt in Pittsburgh and Eddie and Matt. Pick a number between one and ten. Seven. All right, Eddie. Number seven. Number seven. All right. Uh, the uh, clue is uh, degrees. Bachelors. No. No. All right. Back we go to Koopa Loop All with right. Oscar. Oscar, you heard uh, you heard Eddie's clue, right? Yes, I did. I'm gonna go with climate. Climate. Hmm. Uh, temperature. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Boom. Nine points, and you get to go next, Coop and Oscar. Oscar, pick a number one to six or eight, nine, and ten. Right, I'm going my favorite number, three. Number three. All right, Koopa Loop, number three. All right, Oscar, let's go with, uh, uh, I guess, sidekick. Oh, sidekick. I'm going to go Robin. <laughs> what do you say? He Robin. Said Robin. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, that would be that's an entertaining answer, Oscar. But no. Uh, uh, <laughs> go, Eddie. To you, you can tie it up here. Uh, okay, Coop. Hope you're following me here. Coop said sidekick. Yep. I'm gonna go gay. Oh. <laughs> uh, Eddie. I mean, come on, Eddie. Nothing wrong being gay. I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. Sidekick and gay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 gonna, he's gonna answer Robin again. <laughs> <laughs> or or um, Bert, Bert and Ernie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this uh, is uh, this is 
All right. You, I know it. You got No, you don't know it. If you knew it, you'd say it. You don't know it. No, that's you, the other guy. No, oh, that's the other guy? Oh, okay. Uh, it's Oscar? I know it, Matt. Well, I'm Matt, you're five, four, three, uh, two. Perez Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, she's uh, definitely not that. But, uh, all right. All right. Go well, on. Oscar, you think you know it, but let me just give you a clue anyway. Uh, let's go with colleague. Yeah, I know it. Partner. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> TSA guy Oscar was it seventeen <laughs> nothing all right nope. who's next let's go back to is it back to back, Matt no, it's yeah back to yeah me all right go ahead uh, Eddie uh, uh, Matt, Matt pick a number, number. Uh, two number, number two. two all right number two we're playing password the word game of the stars this will probably be the last <sighs> one oh well uh, let's see anyway. um, take your time well I'll just go I what I I okay. Link? Yes. Oh, wow. wow. All right. We can keep <laughs> going. We got a game. Hurry. Tied at 10. All right. Pick a, pick a number, uh, Oscar. Oscar. What? Yeah. yeah go. Uh, let's go with one. Number, number one. one. All right. Number one. Big big moment. Befuddled. Befuddled. I don't even know what that means. Oh, <laughs> good. Rap. What? Confused. Oh, oh wow. that's a he, winner. He, lied. he knew what it meant. Oh, you're playing <laughs> coy, Oscar. You got it right, man. Damn. We're out of time, and Oscar, the TSA guy, wins it. You lose, Matt. You get nothing. Zippo, bupkis. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.